Welcome to The Advisory, the first and last advice show on the internet where, James, it's a new year and it's the same us because there was nothing to improve upon. Do you know what I'm saying? All right. Okay. Nothing you'd change. Yeah. Really? Um, I thought about I checked. I checked. Um, mm. And I was like, beard a bit. Let's let's fill that out a bit. And that was the only thing on the list. Yeah. The summer of Lennon's is going strong. Mm. Um, my personality is flawless. Um, you look great. Your personality is flawless. It's like, what would we even fix? Right. It's very, yeah. Cause like at the end of the year, a lot of people sort of take stock of the year that was. And for a lot of people, it's a tear down and rebuild. And you're saying, for sure. you're saying for us, it's, we're just adding extensions onto the house. If you take the car to the mechanic and he goes, it's perfect. Yeah. You don't then go, okay, cool. Now start fixing it. Yeah, that's goes, true. Thank you for the compliment, Michael, my mechanic. Yeah. He prefers to be called Mike, but I just don't feel like we're that close. Uh, I'll tell you what, a friend of mine has been having a weird start to the year. Um, okay. They messaged me on Facebook Messenger, which is sort of like a bizarre place to even be sort of trying to get in contact with me because the likelihood yeah, 20- that I'm... 2017 quote. Yeah, and the likelihood I'm going to stumble across that message is so rare, so brief. That's going to be at like generally an at work thing is the only time I'm, I would ever kick open Facebook. So, um, right, but you're not, your you're methods. not doing you're not doing Facebook. You're posting advertising or campaigns or whatever. You're not on. You're not there checking the latest yeah. meme pages and such. Yeah, and I'm not posting like bizarre political opinions and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of I'm on there a, doing work. Yeah. Cuz you're not a 60-year-old parent. <laughs> um so look. This is my friend Matt and he said feel free to discuss my insanity on the podcast if you wish. So and when someone sends you something that they've been up to, um that doesn't necessarily conform to the norms of society. Uh well, you got to do it. I mean, hasty, you be the judge, you be the judge. Um he said, contact, this is Matt, your oldest and dearest friend, yes? A different, that, well, this is... Different Matt. There's so many Matts in... You know, you know too many Matts, dude. I really do. In the, in the chronology of my life, I have come across and still know too many Matts, I would say. This isn't Matt okay. that I've known for the longest. This is okay. my different second Matt. oldest Matt. The second oldest okay. Matt that I have, yes. Longevity-wise, yeah. he's taken the silver medal. Yes, exactly. Um, Would you say he's Matt? Matt second, or is it? Is it that Matt Prime is Matt Prime, and that everyone else is just Matt? Yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. that's a good way to think about it. Yeah, it's not that it's not that any of them are a step down. It's just that Matt he's number Matt number one is not even a step above. You know, I don't even think, like to think of it in terms of hierarchy. I like to think of it in terms of he exists on a different plane. You know, and then there are a better, a better plane. A higher plan. <laughs> Your words, not mine. Um, Matt said, have I told you about my latest antics? He did say feel free to discuss my insanity. I'm now realizing he didn't say feel free to dox me. So I don't know. This is purely a live show now, so I don't know how to bleep that. So, oh, hold on. Um, if that works. Perfect. Uh, his name is, hang on, you ready? You, I, I, I'll, I'll, yeah. you got to bleep me in time, okay? Yeah, for sure. We're going to discuss a guy, and his name is Chris. Oh, shit. Okay. I panicked because well, the, the delay, but that's... For sure. 
Yeah, you didn't. That felt like you didn't trust me there, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you were, you were actually picking up on me not trusting you. That's why. Yeah, I felt maybe like... the maybe the extensions we could add to the advisory house in twenty twenty four is um, we build on the trust level. Something to think about. Um, in order to reach Matt's higher plane, I assume. Again, it's a different plane entirely. Anyway, um, Matt says. Uh, Chris says it's Matt. Matt says. <laughs> My neighbors are fuckheads and, yeah. are, and are attracting bulk pigeons to our yards. Oh, okay. As a result, I am rearing an army of youngling magpies to both defend my airspace and subsequently fuck with the enemies. I'm okay. employing pavilion methods of training, encouraging them to land and perch on my neighbor's clothesline by giving the ones that do more food than the rest. So very, it's a Pavlovian conditioning. He's rewarding yeah. the biggest shithead birds. Um, and, as, and as a long-term strategy, when it gets to winter and the magpies get territorial for nesting, I'm hopeful that they will attack all bird life in the vicinity, chickens included. Um, so maybe there's like a pigeon slash chicken scenario um, happening there. Yeah, Pidge v. Chick. It's a classic See, lineup. I, and we're, we're probably not to know this because for, I would say, at least the most recent parts of our life, we, we, we're not suburban dwellers. We're, it's, we're apartment dwellers. You know what we're I mean? We're apartment boys. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if, because, again, my only insight into the suburban, some people would call oasis, I would call nightmarish hellscape. Hellscape, um, yeah. Is that what they're doing? Because I see that, you know, there's a lot of, in TV and film, there's a lot of, um, you know, like lawn pride. There's a lot of oh, battle yeah. over street parking spots. There's a lot there's of... some shared fence discussion. Absolutely. That's a good, it's very a current affair. Yeah, 100%. You know, what night's been night, that type of shit, you know. It, uh, my mother, recent, not recent, she moved for the millionth time in the last five or six years, I think, permanently for a minute which is nice for all of us and she now lives in she's in a townhouse that is quite close to two other houses so she has plenty of suburb drama okay yeah you yeah know, i was over there the other day and she was like i can't believe what they've done to the fence that we share and i was like oh, yeah, i don't oh no I, mom well, i could care less mom like, please so, get I've, another hobby i've seen it yeah i've been in it i've been in it and a, a townhouse is sort of like its own uh its own sort of ballpark because you get you get all of the seemingly none of the benefits of either apartment living or uh suburban residential dwelling it's only the worst of the two it's like the worst of both worlds for yeah. 12 months sam and i moved into this beautiful two-story multiple bedroom bathroom place because we're like you know we're earning a bit more money now why not you know let's splash out let's live somewhere real nice fucking nightmare hellscape getting yeah. it getting in and out was a nightmare because for some reason people just have 97 cars that they're working on oh, even though dude. they have yeah. a even At though they have times. a no car garage and then you've got like the dogs barking and then the people arguing and stuff and i was like i am in hell i'm in hell it's you're living it you're in your own house but you're basically in someone else's living room at all times it doesn't matter where you are and, that's so, the truth and some cunt's backyard and some fucker's driveway like that's on, where everyone lives on christmas day when i went to go spark up i 
I went to stand on the balcony and I literally, I had the lighter in my hand and I looked across and I made eye contact with four people who were sitting <laughs> on the edge of yeah. the neighbor's pool. And as I made the eye contact, right. I had to go, hey, Merry Christmas. Oh. And they were like, and then, well, oh, um, at this yeah. point, at this point, it's too late. And they're yeah. like, oh, Merry Christmas. Um, so you've got, talk. you've just been like, you've just been like, Oh, for fuck's sake. And then you, you just see a family of people in their home around, got, the, around okay. the hearth sharing the tales. The best part is, James, I've got one AirPod in and I've got a podcast playing, but I've left my phone inside and my hands are full. And so I can't take the AirPod out. So I'm trying to ignore the podcast. <laughs> right. No, it was a nightmare. Yeah, like seven people talking at you at the same time. And then I had to pretend, like, and then I was like, well, I can't just go back inside straight away because then they'll, anyway, all I'm saying is suburban living, nightmare yeah. fuel. Yeah. Nightmare fuel. So I, I like that um, Matt seems to have, well, no, he hasn't taken it upon himself really, has he? He's really, if you think about it, he's been thrust into bird warfare because the neighbor brought the war. And he's just like, this is where I live, dude. What am I not going to fight and defend my territory? And he's not. He's outsourcing. <laughs> well, do you know what I mean? Well, he's hired I, a contractor well, to do a he, job he could do himself. He is. He well, no, he's he's in the trenches. Hands are dirty. Rearing. He's not. He's, no, he's, he's commanding. These birds. He's not. He's not on the front lines, James. He's in the office, off the front lines, making plans, drawing maps like a coward. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he were a true bird combatant, he'd be out there himself. He'd be strapping a couple. Yeah, he'd be he'd be duct taping yeah. a couple feathers to himself. Is what he would be doing. He'd be covered in feathers. He'd have a big stick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I yeah. assume that would deter a bird. They're terrified of trees. Is that right? Uh, I think they. Lo- I think they love the shit out of trees. They spend a lot of time in them. So I don't know if a Shit. I don't know. I mean, that sounded a little bit like you, you tried to drown a fish is kind of the James, vibe that that sort of gave. You know, uh, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. That's a classic saying. So too with trees and birds. Um, I thought maybe uh, because this, there's, you know, he's not really seeking advice. He's just saying, look, I've got a problem. Um, I've skipped you guys, the middleman, and I've gone straight to finding solutions on my own. Um, For sure. And and I think engaging in bird warfare is great, you know. Hats off to him. Um, do you sort of have any? I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like, you know, we might be able to come up with a better solution. I'm just saying that we've James this seventy episodes it. deep. I mean, we've sort okay. of we've become Mother James hemming and hawing. We've I'll say put it. an hour of five thousand hours. I'll say game. it. <laughs> yeah. We are at the peak of our game and we can do better. Oh, okay. Wow. New Year, same us. We were never the problem. Damn. Okay. Well, that makes... I like. Okay. Maybe come at it more with sort of like a consultant energy because this is a relationship I would still like to keep. All right. Let me... Sorry. You know let me take I mean? a step back. Uh, let me take a step back. Um, listen, uh, Chris, if that is your real name, uh, yeah. I respect uh, what you've done here and I think your efforts... Uh, your heart's in the right place. Yeah. Um, obviously, everyone involved in the project is really mm. passionate about it. Um, sure. I'm not trying to come in here and tell you how to fight your birds for you. Of course not. But what I do have is 35 years helping other 
neighbors fight birds in their own mission. Yeah. And I'd like to offer Perfect. you some of that insight that I've learned today. You don't have to follow it. I just like to tell you some ideas I have based on that 35 years of experience yeah, fighting got, other birds. We'd like to don't think of this as us coming in and sort of throwing your ideas in the bin. Think of it more well, like we're building upon your ideas. And at the end, those ideas might look extremely different to the ideas that you started with. And some of them might pieces of it you might find in the bin. But don't check the don't check the bin. Don't check then. the bin is what we're saying. It's simple. Right? You've got a bird water fight. Why are you rummaging through the bin? You know what I mean? Like let's I, get our priorities straight. Now I guess my first instinct is big net. Oh, okay. Oh, that's. All right, dude. When we when you put in the hours, okay, like we have ten thousand hours, James. And it's what I love about that is oh, other than the fact of how beautifully delivered it was. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's often the simple solutions that people overlook. You know, they feel like. This is a complex situation. This is a complex problem. It requires a complex solution. Exactly. Yes. And yes. where's and we're saying you could rear an army of birds to fight other birds and create it's an option. Create the big bird war of the Redlands. You could do that. Or the date that goes down in history known as the Bird War of 2024. You could begin that. Or have you thought of Big Net? Now, the only now you make a good point about the bird war scenario because we mm. have lost one of those before in this country, famously against the emus. So we're already wow. over one okay. in that category. This is I didn't realize right? how dark this the subject matter of this podcast was going to be in in sort of our we, inaugural episode, our kicking we, things off of 2024 as well. I'm sorry. Yeah. But 2024, uh, 2020 real doesn't rhyme. Hang on, I can do better. 2020. 2024, 2020 raw. Okay, I was gonna R-A-W. say I was gonna say twenty twenty war, W A R, and good. we do actually kick off the bird war because it rhymes. You know how I feel about a rhyme. I now I feel compelled to do it, and I don't trust birds to start with. What are they up to? Do you know what I mean? Such a great point. There was that whole big trend on social media about how the birds are part of the bourgeoisie. So right, I mean yeah. it would make sense. They all hoity-toity, looking down on us, literally and metaphorically. Now, how do you feel about sexy decoy bird filled oh. with explosives? Okay, run me. One, sorry, okay. Just, sorry, One, run me through that. <laughs> absolutely. I clear an area in my backyard, okay? Take out the grass, put zone. some stones. Exactly. <laughs> A blast and burn zone, okay? And I make a, you know, Matt, this is going to take a lot of time and research and you're probably going to have to learn maybe how to sculpt or at the very least sort of build some things. He's very good with his hands, you know what I mean? Like he, he right. if there's a person that could put together something like this, the guy's a drummer, you know what I mean? Like he can build right. some fucking shit. So. And you will get on a list for sure for doing this. Uh, not if we, at the exact same time, we play a very loud bird sound. To try and mask the explosion, well, but we, thinking, we can get well, to the finer not, details. I was thinking purely just on the research for the explosive component. That could do it at a local library. 
wearing a, wearing a disguise. Don't dress as a pervert. No one will ask what you're doing. You'll exactly. Exactly. And make sure you have pornography up in another tab just so you can quickly switch to it. You know what I mean? Some aviators, yeah. a baseball cap. You'll be fine. Um, and you craft a very sexy bird. Oh, James, talk me through that. It's, I haven't done the research. It's very hard to do it. But but sort what of, would, sort off, of the top, off the top of the my head, down. I would say um, voluptuous, sexy. voluptuous plumage. Oh, plumage, some, okay. Some uh, puffled and ruffled feathers, a softness, mm. an elegance. And you a, want a soft, an elegant aero- bird, okay, yeah. It's very difficult, but... And see what you can do with this, Matt. But an aerodynamic fluffiness... Now, I know that they feel like conflicting sort of ideas, but it's very rare because of how sexy it is in the bird community. Um, right. You want ruffleable, royal. Regal. Birds. Yes. Regal, ruffleable birds. Bright colors. None of this muted pigeon shitty no, tones. We're getting, it's, we're getting all the colors in there. Yeah. It's going to be luxe. Yeah. Uh, and a thin beak. You it's don't want a sort of. Th- you don't want a thick beak. Sorry, James. I, just to check, just to double check, just to double check. You don't want a thick beak. Um. I mean, ne- now that you've said it like that, yes. Yeah, Scratch what wants, I said. It's a thick beak. He wants yeah. a thick beak. Okay. <laughs> if, and if I could, if. We could hire a censor, not to censor swear words, but censor when you say things like that and in that way. That would be great, the best for me. Um, you don't like you don't like thick beak. Um, yeah, it's sort of. I haven't experienced misophonia, but I feel like that is sort of the closest. You have now, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think you're. I listen. I think you're spot on. Bird. It's a Trojan bird. Wise. But in my well, own backyard, that I'm and and, it, and, well, and you're. You're going to lure... Yes. Sorry, your plan. You talk me through it. I don't want to jump in and... It's your thing. In the middle of this suspiciously crafted blast zone sits, perched, the sexiest bird that the local birds have ever seen. Maybe there's even some bird feed around. You know, we want to cater to sort of everyone's... um, Worms and bread and such. Exactly. Yeah. Sort of. We want to have a smorgasbord there, so everyone sort of feels comfortable to come in. Because there might be some birds that you know don't. They're like, ah, oh, that bird's like way too attractive for me. I'm not going to be able to talk to that bird. But sexy. there's too a buff. Exactly. But there's a buffet there, so that's just going to draw people in. Did have I have I told the story on this podcast about um, when I watched a bird steal um, a beef patty out of someone's burger, like in their hand? No. Wow. <laughs> it was on my grandma. It was no, you didn't, it was you didn't tell was... me the plot of Ocean's 14. No. <laughs> we, we went to Noosa, and this was back when Betty's Burgers was a truck. And so we, we got burgers or whatever, and we're standing there. We're all about to eat them. And she's sort of holding it like that, talking. So, the, you know, the, the bun and the burger are face up. And this magpie. Sorry, hold on. Show me how you're holding that again. How are you holding that? So she's... So she's holding the burger is vertically pointing up. She's holding it like this while she's talking. She's cradling so, a burger. Yeah, so she could then turn it and bite in. Sorry, but again, the, the placement of the hands here is very important. 
you have them cupped together like a please sir may i have some more to the sorry i was or doing it, that was hard to tell are of, you at like a a 12 and the burgers the burgers resting across no the i cup. get that why not a nine and three I don't, I, James, I'm not her. I don't know. So she's cradling little baby burger Jesus. Yep. Okay. Because if she'd been doing nine and two, she would have, she would not just have firm security on the bun, but also the contents. Exactly. But because she is crazy. And maybe it's a British thing. Maybe that's just how they eat burgers. I don't know. Do you know let what I mean? Us, I'm not trying to judge. They do a lot of things wrong. So that could be one of them. She's That's don't take that out of context. Um, she's cradling the burger mm-hmm. and a in mid conversation as mm-hmm. we're all chowing down, Burger swoops in, uh, Burger swoops in, Bird swoops in, Magpie swoops in without like, and it's one single motion. It comes in, it snatches, like it snatches the beef patty and keeps flying. And didn't slow down for a second. Didn't slow down, didn't miss a trick, took the whole thing, something like got enough purchase from that angle. To which my mind suggests it was sizing it up for a minute. Do you know what I mean? Like she was of standing course. there chin wagging and he's, he's doing the maths in his head. He's, he's got the numbers text falling down the yep. screen, angles. And he just comes in, whoop, and then he's at the top of the tree, right? Doesn't fuck off, stays there and eats the burger. Oh, within sight. Wow. He's just yeah. chowing down. It was the uh, hardest honestly, thing I've ever seen. It feels like, I mean, quite frankly, that bird, it saw, it saw a sucker. You know what I mean? It said, what the fuck is this burger cradling holder doing? That's highly swoopable. Highly swoopable beef me. patties. And from that day forward, James, I swore to never trust a bird again. Yeah. Uh, so it's part uh, of my origin story. You pretty much see um, where I'm going with my one. We're luring all the birds in and then we're trying to blow them all up. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like a particularly sophisticated... Um, hey, they don't have to be. Big net, not sophisticated. Exactly. And yeah. I, I would like to say there is there is a perfect world in which both of our ideas exist and we have the Trojan bird with the smorgasbord and then Big Net falls on them. Catch any that catch any that don't get eviscerated. Yep. That's dinner. Win, win, win. Boom. And that's what I meant when I said we could kill the shit out of Chris's ideas in our sleep. Yeah. So um Obviously, Matt, your idea, great. There's no wrong answers here, but there are better ideas and we did find them. So um, Superior in every way. Feel free to put any of those into practice. They'll all work a treat. Look, if Big Net doesn't work, Sexy Bird Explodey definitely going to work. Together, unstoppable. Love it. It's great. Is Sorry, I just... So his instinct was, I'd best train other birds <laughs> to fight these birds. Yeah. That's so much more work than I would have. That's just a lot. He's and not, it, he's not mean, afraid of hard work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? Good work ethic. Great work ethic. Yeah. Because I would never commit to training other birds. <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> um... If I'm if I'm honest, like I think my first port of call would be to blow them up. If if this were, <laughs> it's one of the few scenarios where that's an acceptable first point of recourse, isn't it? Yeah, because it's like uh, particularly for me, it's like I don't have to do it, and if you do it, 
I've got plausible deniability. I can say oh, like that's true. This that was an insane idea, and and we flashed that disclaimer on the screen. So, you know, I, we were clearly joking. Can't believe you did. We, and we, then we, and then we can act like offended and go. I can't believe you'd actually I would do that. Never. Yeah. Wow. Like I, you think that we would suggest that? We're bird lovers, famously. Don't oh. check the rest of the podcasts. But like, where did? They don't check the tapes, but we love birds. Yeah, perfect. Do you know what I'm like? And we could sort of, I could maybe faint to emphasize the offendedness, like a sort of Victorian British lady. Right. Well, <laughs> Southern. I never. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. like that sort of, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that definitely could gave, gave that energy. Yeah, thank you. For sure. Yeah, it's my best performance yet. Do you have a, do you have a question? I actually don't. Um, because again, was not prepared for this in any way, shape, or form. Do you have a question? Uh, I am always prepared. <sighs> Never not prepared. Yeah. Never not. Pre- That's what they say. They say he's James. Never not prepared. Yeah. Let's. The uh, same with that cadence. Why? Why were you not prepared for this? Um. You got other irons and other fires. Is that what you sort of? <laughs> Um, are the, the irons that you showed me in that fire that we made together, are they real irons? Those are actually, um, those irons are personal irons for personal use. And I was just trying to show you that they were cool and that, and I thought you'd be impressed by them. And I don't think that you'd assume that they were our irons. Like they're actually for, um, they're for other irons. Well, users, you said so. this one's the advisory. Yeah, and then you said, was, look how I've, I've written the advisory on it. And then you said, watch me put it into the fire. And I went, Yeah, it was a metaphor sick. for our friendship um, in that our, fr- our, fr- that our friendship is iron. Is clad? an iron. F- Ironclad in a fire. That's what I was going to say. David, my parents gave uh, my sister, brother, and me nature names and more specifically water names. Huh? So my sister is Ocean, I'm Cove, and my brother is River. Huh? They wanted our names to have a theme without being matchy with the same initials, so we got our <laughs> so we got the names that we have. Sorry, hang on, hang on. That's the actual I thought you meant I sorry, I thought they meant my name's Derek, and one day my parents woke up and were like we will call you Ocean from now on. And no. your sister shall be Cove. They, on their birth certificate. Ocean. Cove. That's River. up. Okay. That's worse than I was imagining. All right. The story was told to us when we were little and my parents were proud of the names they gave us. Back when we were all stuck at home, my parents started to express, started to express regret about their choices for us. Why? So th- I'm assuming this is like the COVID years. Oh, uh, stuck these, at home for sure. And these yeah, kids yeah. are... F- 15 16 and 13 so this is it's, Ooh, it's too late it's too late to go with a too late go you know what i really i'm not feeling the name that we gave you could you imagine if in a couple of years time when we've known each other for like a decade i'm like listen dude james just not cutting it for me just not feeling it yeah i regret calling you that um and i'm just well, gonna name, you're gonna be so. charles from now on so oh, okay yeah i see I'd personally be okay with it because it's such a fun opportunity to rebrand myself. 
you know, oh, in this true. one particular context. And then in and then around you, I'm Charles, but all the rest of the time, I'm James. That just you're sounds preaching fun. To the, you're preaching to the DMAC, okay? That's a whole different entity, right? Yeah. I'm preaching Living to Raven, self. you know? Fucking wish we can't, get we can't get into the we can't that. get into the Raven years of David Swar. I wish you forget that. <laughs> but just know that the Raven years do exist. I, if there was anything I could take back mm. from putting into the public sphere, it's that. Yeah, that is a <laughs> that's a thing I wish I'd never said. Yeah, you were hoping that the the Raven years would die with the people who lived them. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it makes it sound like I killed them, but yeah. They actually told us over dinner one night that they wished they'd given us better names and apologized for making us live with the names we were given. A few months after that apology, my mum and dad told us they wanted us to be Elizabeth, uh, her sister's name, James, me, and Michael, my brother. Okay. They said since we were kids and weren't in college yet and nobody had their license at that point, that it would be the best time to do it. All three of us said that we didn't want to change our names. My dad looked into whether they could do it when we said no, and all oh the answers God. pointed to a very strong no. So this, they were like, look, listen, Ocean, and uh, listen, Michael, and they go, Dad, it's Ocean, dad please. Is Ocean, please. And he goes, you know what? I don't know if I even... Is there a way that I can go over your head to the government and change your name without your say-so? Turns out apparently Can you no. imagine that phone call to be like, so look, 15 years ago, me and my wife, we fucked up. Yeah. We called our first son Ocean and it was a slippery slope from there. Now, what I want to ask you, know what y'all hold? F- three hours later. While the person is figuring out what department to transfer yeah. these <laughs> Who do I even lunatics to? to, yeah. And then it's just like, hi, this is the customer support center. How can I help? And it's like, oh, I'd like to, I fucked up naming my kids. I'd like to fix it. And they're like, so we can't help you here. I'm sorry. Because what? Because <laughs> what? I can't, if I'm, if I were, if I'm in public service and working with the government and someone rings me and goes, hey, I fucked up naming my kids. I want to fix it. What do you mm. do? Like, but not. Oh, well, how old are they, sir? You're expecting, like, two years old, right? Right. You, you, yeah. you named them... You oh, named you, your daughter you misspelled, something on, you misspelled something on the, um, on the birth certificate? Yeah. You wanted to... That you put in probably yesterday or last week? Easy. Um, not, not quite. Uh, I did... Oh, when did I file the birth certificate? It might have been... Might have been about like 16, 15, and 13 years ago. Yeah, if I'm thinking yeah, it about 2001. it now. Yeah. Um, it... The only, because I, I could imagine if if your kid is born the day before the Game of Thrones finale comes out, and you name them Kali C, they're picking up that phone. They get it. They're like, yeah, well, we get it, brother. You got to change that. Yeah. I f- yeah. And then they get, like and a- then they're getting a call back the next morning, going, "We watched the finale. Let's just, if you could sort of stop that paperwork from going through, that'd be. If we could just call them anything else. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad, so dad looked into whether he could do it without, without their approval or not. Turns out probably not. But it was also unusual to change your older kid's first name so that they went ahead and tried anyway. But once we were asked if we wanted different names, they were told no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's normal, right? Like, 
you go, hey, um, do you, is it cool if we change your name? And then you're the person whose name they're trying to, no, it's not yeah. cool. Cool, case closed. And they go, well, I brought you into this world and well, I named you so I can take you out. I have cooked and cleaned and looked after you for 15 years. And this is the gratitude. This is the thanks we get. You never say thank you to your mother. Do you know that? You know what she does for you? Yeah, it's very ocean, ocean. of you to not <laughs> say thank you to mum and dad. So I feel like uh, we need some more Michael energy, really, if we could, if I could sort of um, give that to you, a little project for you for 2024. Let's bring Let some more Michael this. energy to the family. Let me meet you with this, Ocean. Um, have you tried being a little less salty and a bit more receptive? Because you're being very chilly right now. Dad, I am actually going to approve the name change um, just to get you to stop making water-based references. Yeah. Oh, so now oh, so now the truth washes up, is it? I stab him. He <laughs> just... <laughs> earned it. I could have done that for 15 minutes, by the way. <laughs> My parents brought it up to us afterward. My brother asked why they wanted to name him Michael, and he said the, the new name was Crappy. They told him Michael was a timeless name that would age well and give him some nickname choices. He said he hated it. So they asked if he would consider Charles. Hold on. Mike, Mikey, Big Mick, Big Mac, Mickey. What else? Uh, M Money, you know. M Money. Yeah. Probably Michael is one of them. Um. Uh, Mi- Michelangelo. Yeah. Like the turtle. Michael, but spelt like a couple of different, you know, cool ways. Maybe there's like a Different, K in with one a of K, them. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, just want, I didn't want to walk past the context there. I okay, well, then, what are the nicknames for Ocean? Um, Ocean Alley. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ocean Alley's good. Um, um, wavy. Oh. The, the foam star. Tide. What was your oh, one? Tide is good. Chill O, like cold ocean, like chill O, like O for ocean. Chill O. <laughs> yeah. Chill, chill O. Chill O. Yeah. Chill O is your chill Fire straight. Okay. Fire straight. Um... Indian, um, Atlantic, um, Pacific, Pacific, Passy, call him Big Passy, Pacific Ocean, you know. Yeah. Sorry, dude, don't shake your head at that one. You said chill O six seconds yeah, ago. Cause he's, yeah, because he's a cold ocean. Chill O, baby. Hey, chill out when you dap him up. Like, it's, it's a vibe. Fuck you. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so defensive for me. They asked. So this is, they've tried to sell him on Michael. And he's okay. gone, absolutely not. And they're like, but yeah, a lot of cool nicknames, you know, Big M, Mickey, you know, all that cool stuff. Um, and he was like, fuck no. And they were like, okay. What about Charles then? Which he he said was an even bigger no. Our parents really. Hang on, I did jokingly suggest Charles before for you. Yes. Um, this 
universe is happening, champs. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I would go a really sort of like salt burn energy on that. You know what I mean? Like um, Richard E. Grant's character um, just go very sort of, you know, gregarious, very posh British, you know, that's sort of how I would embody Charles. Yeah, exactly. You're sort of, you're Charles by way of Algernon. You're not Charles by way of Charlie. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So they said, would you consider Charles? He was like, fuck no. Our parents focused really hard on him for a while because he'd asked questions about the names. So they figured he was the most open. So they were like testing the waters and they're like, who's weakest link? Who seems the most receptive to this? Yeah. And then if we can get that domino to fall over, then we can get the rest of these fuckers on board. (laughs) So far, none of us have agreed to the name change. I told my parents that I know they regret the names, but we're all used to and like our names and don't want to go for more boring and common names. My parents argued that in the future we'll regret it and we'd have to pay for it ourselves when we're adults and realize having weird names does not age well. I'm now being, I'm now being roasted and toasted by mum and dad who chose our names. Yeah, they're gaslighting you, bro. Yeah. For real. Also, you have to imagine that the parents who are giving their kids names like Ocean, Cove, and River have probably already got a fairly Bondi, you know, Byron Bay sort of energy to it's them. It's not going well, yeah. Yeah, and so for them to switch up, maybe they were like, that's it, no more art, no more drugs. We're going to... Sharon's becoming an accountant and I'm no working drugs. in tech sales. Yeah, Except and Reefer, obviously, because that doesn't count. And Coke, obviously, because that's, that's how I get up in the morning. But no more drugs outside of that. I asked why they can't let us get there if we ever do. So, like, hey, it's our name. Yeah. Don't worry about it. If we ever want to change it, we'll do it. I mean, the simple answer of anticipating where they're going is, like, this is that point where you're, you're about to, like, enter the world as an adult. So it's a good opportunity to fix their wrongs, right? Right. To correct their past errors. What are they going to say, though? They said we should be thinking more of our futures and they accused me of having a really bad attitude because I said James James was as bad James was as bad of a name to me as Cove is to them now. They told me to look online and I did and I saw a lot of hate for our names but I told them it still didn't change my mind. My parents said we should respect them enough as parents to allow this and that we're all being disrespectful. How do you approach how do you approach that one? I mean, you gotta um I think there's two things. I think you need to pick a better name and you also need to punish them at the same time somehow. I think there's a fine, there's a needle you gotta thread here. Yeah. Because the reason that you're not you don't want to change it is you current I assume you currently blame them for the situation you found yourself in, and them being the ones so adamant to change it is part of the issue. Uh, so I think what you need to do is pick name, pick a name, pick names that will satisfy their need for you to fit in, but also be kind of needling to them instead of like a fuck you forever. Do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. So if yeah, your dad's yeah. John, you go with John, but it's J-A-H-N. J-A-H-N? Jan. Jan. Hi, my name's Jan. My name's John. It's pronounced John. Right. It's it's written phonetically how you would say John if you were from Boston, 
but it's still John. But it's pronounced John. But it yeah. is John. But it is John. And this is this is my sister Kelsey, and the Z is silent. <laughs> where, where is the Z? Yeah, it's a ve- it's like a little minesweeper, you know. Find it's the both Z. Silent and hidden. Who knows? Oh, just know that it's in there. You can't see it written down, but it's in there. And that's my youngest brother, Carl. You don't pronounce the ch. Okay. Yeah. 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 Get them. I like. I like this idea of getting them to approve of because just say it to them. Be like, yeah, yeah. James, totally fine with it. I've come around to James, and they go, yeah, sweet. And then you write it down, and it's like J A H Y L M Z E, and then they're like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, well, that's how I want it spelled. Look, I've, I've, I've bent. To your guys' wishes here, I've accepted my new name, but I'm going to need it written like this. I just think it's a, it's one of those like ways that you can win an argument with your parents because their argument is not coming from a place of rationality. So you lay that in front of them. They either have to accept that your names are stupid and they're fine as they are, or they have to accept these new dumb names and you win either way. Yeah. Or third option you take the names that you've got now and all three of you together become some type of Hanson trio that becomes so famous that you couldn't possibly change your names. It's a bigger task oh. to, to win back the world on the names Cove, it's Ocean and River, but yeah. I mean, you could just do a TikTok every day talking about Doing different puns on your name. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, nah, I hate them already. Not- I hate them already. Because okay. it, now it's like, uh, I'm, I'm ocean, I'm cove, and I'm river. And, t- and today, you know, we're doing um, fun uh, nicknames that we all have for cove. And then it cuts to them somewhere else. One of them hanging from a tree. <laughs> My favorite thing to call him is cova. And then it cuts to like, you know. Now that you've said it, I hate it. Yeah, exactly. It gives, yeah, it's, it's very like, if the hills have eyes, people were broadcasting their far, lives onto social media. Yeah, it, it's seeing fully through the looking glass and you don't like what you find. No, it's very, um, it's kind of, yeah, it's because they give sort of like recluse living maybe in... Not necessarily the woods, but you know, like uh, like Mount Tambourine, that kind of thing, where there's like you know, it's very yeah, these it's these parents at the top of hills, rural. yeah, in the coastal rural, exactly, yeah. yeah. They're giving yeah. that type of energy where maybe the only people that Cove River and Ocean hang around is Cove River and Ocean. Yeah. Um, the parents think that a pork a pulled pork slider is a delicacy. Do you know what I mean? Or an abomination. They could be an all raw vegan <laughs> family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, if it's not a vegan Massaman curry, I'm not touching it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that, like, now you're getting an insight into like those kids. Ugh. It's gonna I be. Mean, they can't be good kids if they're raised by those fucking parents. Like, if your parents name you Ocean, they're not punching above that. Like, you've got to be a shitty person, probably. The parent or the kid? Both. I mean, both, right? Well, I don't want to blame Ocean Cove and River for you know the. I'm not blaming their upbringing that's been thrust upon the them by their. You know, um, vegan Byron Bay living, you know, homeschooling parents. 
you, oh, I see what you're saying. Do you yeah. think that that suggests that they are that particular kind of well-off where, like, they probably don't need to work, but they do something artsy-fartsy because it's, like, cultural, but not because they care about it? Like, kind is that of, where yeah. your head's at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that kind of, like, it's sort of, it's all very performative and, like, they don't really sort of... You know, and, and they called them those things because it was, like, quirky and they were smoking way too much weed in their late 20s. It's, like, it's every, like, um, people talk about this all the time. Like, the people who are hippies are some of the worst people and they're all absolutely loaded. You know what I mean? And they're just sort of like these, they're playing these sort of characters almost now. Um, and apparently they're just, like, the worst people ever. So I, I'm, it's, it's, it's giving very f- much that type of energy, you know. It's the... F- it's the film version of rent if you've seen the film version of rent that is all that is is like it especially the main character who's like a rich kid who won't accept money from his parents who wants to like fetishize um aids victims through the lens of his camera because suffering is art and like the film is like yeah that's cool actually you shouldn't pay rent regardless of who you are and where you it's like there is a particular type of like it's like hippie adjacent where it they want the they want the bohemian aesthetic and they want the like hippie aesthetic, but they're also drinking like four hundred dollar bottles of champagne and driving an Audi. Yeah, yeah, it's and and the and the modern equivalent of people who are like, um, you know, these people are sort of burgeoning artists, but they're not um, famous really in any way or even making any money from their art, but they live in these like multi-million dollar lofts in new york city uh where they do all their paintings and stuff and it's like oh like this is cosplay kind of yeah you're cosplaying being being an artist yeah yeah it's cool and good and we sh- and that's fine i wish uh all the best for ocean cove and river i think they've got you know it sounds like they know who they are already and they're willing to defend that you go you know what i mean they're, it's They've got a vision. Yeah, Ocean of- has a vision for themselves. Um, and it's it's not as Michael, it's not as Charles, and it's certainly not as James. I don't know that you need to change anything. Like you figured it out. I think you're you're I mean the, the simple task now is just you have to outlast your parents. Right. Which I mean for them maybe was the goal anyway, because of like that sweet that sweet sort of like inheritance. Plus, I mean like that place in the middle of um, the Byron Mountains or whatever has got to be worth a pretty penny. I'm not saying knock them off. I just think accidents happen, medication gets mixed up, that's good, um, and you can't be held accountable for what happens to them. I would check their will first, though. Right. You need, have you seen the movie Saltburn? Not recently. Okay. Um... You maybe sort of, it felt a little bit like you lifted from that, but um, it seems could, that like, you it sort could of... Be, it could be living up there. I've, I've yeah. watched too many films. My brain's poisoned. Right. Because, yeah, it seems just, you went, you, there's, there's an air about you where you all snapped to um, knocking people off left, right, and center to sort of fit your Let's not, plan. Like, well, hang on. well, hold on. I'm if genuinely I'm surprised that when Matt anyway, was having an issue with the birds, that your suggestion wasn't to kill the neighbor. Well, that wouldn't get rid of the birds. I, if I'm going to knock someone off, which I'm going to do anyway, it's if it may as well be for a purpose. 
just rather than just a thrish, the, the sheer thrill of it. Do you know what I mean? Of course. And like that's, I think that's uh, the best way to live. Uh, is speaking of the best way to live. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Uh, I I don't feel like you're a resolution guy. I feel like you're a goals guy. Do you know what I mean? Right. But it's that time of the year where people are like, "I'm gonna change this out of the third. Um, are you were have you ever been a resolution guy, or are you more of just like a hey, I'm a, I'm a redouble and and set some goals and shit. Like like how do you do? Because like you said at the top, this is a time for uh, reinvigoration, regeneration. Um, what's your what's your take on the whole New Year scenario? I think I used to be a resolution person, like a very long time ago, and I think most people are resolution people at some point and then you realize that um new year's resolutions are i because like if i think about like what what even what is a new year's resolution like what what does it in what does it entail you know what i mean because like setting goals for the year that's obviously yeah that's something that i do but i mean like that feels more specific and maybe you can have like you can have goals for different areas of your life and things like that if that's what you're doing but like what i mean it's been so long since i've dipped in on a resolution that i don't even remember what a resolution is it it only so the only reason i have really good context is someone i know said some really dumb shit the other day and i was like oh that's a new year's resolution right there i think i think largely it has to do with some desire to change some unmovable or inert part of yourself in a way that is like other like that you can't just do normally to my mind a resolution has to be something where you're seeking out to change some elemental part of your regular life that is unchangeable right where it's like i go 365 days a year without doing this thing i'm gonna resolve to try and do that thing yeah. four times. Yeah. And like someone's like, uh, I've never, I've never eaten an avocado in my life. I know. And I want to be an avocado person. I'm going to need an avocado every single day. And they're, and they're like, yeah. that's my resolution. And you're like, exactly. that's and it's it's never going to happen. Dumb, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And that's my favorite thing about resolutions is it's always stuff that's completely unachievable just for that person if they were someone else in a different context sure but it's always something that is completely ineffable in its achievability and that's kind of delightful to me this this like grand delusion that we've sold ourselves based on like this arbitrary passage of time that they like it's like i think it's indelibly human to be like i want to change this thing that can't be changed and like the will the want the want to do that so instead of the need of accepting can a resolution be can a resolution be something like um in 2024 i'm going to be a better person i'm going to be a better person to my family my friends my loved ones can that be a resolution where it doesn't it doesn't feel cuz i feel like a resolution is almost um it has to have a vector. That's vector. It has to be like I want to be a better friend. Okay, right, yeah. And, but it's but always, really, but it's so vague in its specificity that you can't even know what is it. What does it look like if I've achieved I, that, James? I want to get in shape this year. 
does that mean? Like, right, yeah, yeah. It's always just, I want to eat healthier. Well, health is relative. What does that mean? Like, For it has sure. to be, I think a New Year's resolution has to be unmeasurable in some way, but have it has to, I, I, it's two components, right? Has to have a specific vector and, di- like, by that I mean, like, a direction. Like, a, it has to apply to a particular part of your life. And then it has to be completely <laughs> immeasurable. Right. James, this year, um, I want to be more supportive uh, to my oh. team at work. Yes. This year, this year, I want to save more money. Then w- that's great because the follow-up question, then what, doesn't need to be asked. Exactly. How much? How often? For what? To do with, you know? Ah, I'm just not trying to get. Bo- I'm not trying to get bogged down in the weeds. I'm just. I want to. This year, I want to help others. This year is a year of helping <laughs> I help others. others. Yeah. Okay. Um, here we go. Let me hit you with a few. Um. Uh. I want to make time for family. I want to. Okay. Build a better budget. I want to. Oh, this is a good one. I want to read more books. Okay. That one shits me because you know that's people that don't read being like, I just love to read more books. Yeah. No, I'd love to read more this or read more that or I'd love to read for this. Re- just, just read more. Yeah. Just I've read seen, more. People are reading more. I want to. I want to also. Yeah. Right. Uh, I would like to drink less alcohol. So I feel like a lot of resolutions are just bad goals and bad in the sense that they're not like, smart achievable actionable realistic you know time specific well it is time specific it's 365 fucking days yeah it's poorly poorly planned implementations of change that can never be achieved right actually this one's great uh number 20 head to a day spa that's very achievable wow the bar is low on that the resolution. My, uh, my resolution. But I also feel like a resolution is also a, it's like a, almost like a guiding theme for the year. So even in, even in terms of resolutions. No, that's it's a, a guiding theme for January. <laughs> true. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> even, even in terms of that being a resolution, that's a bad resolution. That's just a thing on your to-do list. It's <laughs> just a thing. It's no, it's it's not only that. It's a thing on your to do list that you haven't done because you're never gonna do it. Yeah, or just or you, do it once and you're like, I don't mean to brag. Day three, January third, I fucking crushed went to a spa. My whole year's New Year's resolution. Yeah, isn't that wild? Crazy. It the it's it's so crazy to me that that's just like people live air. There are some people, I guess they must exist post-COVID and lockdown and stuff. I assume they still do because there is the bottom of every bell curve. But, like, there have to still be people out there, and I know it's because I spoke to one this week, who think and act like this unironically without critical thinking, and it's incredible. It's every year. It's like clockwork. That's great. I mean, there is sort of like... uh, Um what would you call that? There is sort of like an aspirational quality to that though, where it's just like, I'd love to just blissfully be floating through. You know what I mean? Just putting it out there. Not really like analyzing it or overthinking it. Just fucking just riding the wave of 2024. That's why I love it. Is it so, 
it's such a human instinct to be like, I just, I want things for me to be better. And this is like a vague gesture in that direction. And it's yeah. not complicated and it's not like overwrought. And it doesn't have like a series of spreadsheets and deadlines. It's just like a, a vague impulse to make life slightly less shit. And that, that's special to me that it like persists even through everything. Like that's that's awesome to me. It's dumb and it's silly, but it's it's very very human, and that's that's why I like it. Um, I like to know. think that um, Matt's neighbor, their resolution is to is to put an end to all of this stuff that's happening with the birds, and then it seems as though maybe Matt's. I'm, so I'm assuming there's like Matt who's like this year, it's 2020 war the famous year of the bird war that broke out, right? Yeah. There's, yeah. I'm assuming his neighbor that is attracting all of the birds who is just blissfully unaware living their life. They're like, ah, oh, I want to do more of what I'm doing. And then I'm assuming there is a third neighbor who is maybe in the middle or either side, you know, maybe shares oh. a backyard that with those two adjoining one. And they're just like, please, please. My new year's resolution for this year is to have all of the bird nurse the bird epidemic end and it's really yeah. it'll be interesting to see uh at the end of the year whose resolution came true so yeah i mean and also how do you even accidentally like how do you attract pigeons to your there's a lot of questions outstanding there how, i just feel I, I feel like the dude's doing it he wants them there you know what i mean but how like I, if i wanted to i couldn't just like wake up tomorrow and attract a bunch of pigeons to my balcony you could do it you could do how? it. What do you mean? Word gets out. You know what I mean? You get a, you get a bag of bird <laughs> feed and you start leaving it on the, uh, yeah. on the balcony. Word gets out. Gets out there on bird Twitter. Yeah. The birds all hang out. They, they go, fucking, you'll never believe this. A bunch birds of bird chat feed. To the bees and the bees chat to the birds, you know. And then everyone's fucking. Birds and the bees. 2024, year of the horn. That's every year. We really need to That's change true. that theme because that's the theme every year, it seems like. That might be more about me than the year, though. Yeah, I feel like the summer of linens has really corrupted your... Um... Do you like the new linen that I've got on now? Um, it's very comfy. <laughs> it's got a cool... Hang on, let me... I don't know if this will... It's not gonna. Okay, what is, what is on this? Enjoy it's... reality? Is that what it says? And what's the picture? Yeah, it's a, it's a jellyfish. It's a jellyfish and the words say enjoy reality. Yeah. Is that like a reference to something? Don't think so. Then what the fuck <laughs> made you buy it? 100% linen, baby. That was it. You were purely, you were at a store or you, or you were on a web store and you just said, I don't want to get bogged down in the weeds. Material, linen. Enter, add to cart, I, add to cart, listen, add to cart. I said this. I said this to you last time that we were drinking together. I am trying to make an effort to be a little bit less in my own shit. And I was walking through, and it was it was a market. It wasn't South Bank, but it was somewhere similar. Um, and there was a stall, and they had a bunch of shirts, and I saw it was one hundred percent linen, and it looked cool. And I was like, I'll buy it. And that's what happened. And then I bought it, and now here we are. And it's just it was just an impulse and it's linen and it's comfy and it's 
And at no point, I like it. Did you, did you, did you take it and go, oh, 100% linen? And then did you hold it up to the person working there and say, picture of a fucking jellyfish, escape reality. Like, what is, what does that mean? No, enjoy reality. Enjoy reality. What is, what's that about? I'm trying to get at, I'm trying to get at why someone would have even made this fucking shirt to begin with. I don't know. Why the picture of the jellyfish? Why enjoy reality? I didn't ask any follow-up questions, James. Googling this. I can tell you the brand, though. It's Palm Trees... Oh, sorry. Thrills Co. What it says on the label. Palm Trees and Street Machines. Thrills Co. I feel like this is... This is some type of ChatGPT plug-in to a Printify store, and they've just gone, look, every day, generate a random animal and a couple of words, and we'll print it on a fucking shirt. Tomorrow it's going to be a bear that says, only Tuesdays, escape Monday. You know what I mean? And you're going to be like, what the fuck? What does that even mean? It could be, but if it's linen, I'm buying it. So. Summer of linen, baby. The summer of linen. Wow. Summer of linen. Yeah, we did it. We did it. That's, uh, That's the show. Get them where you get them. It's a live one now. So thanks for coming. Phrasing, for sure. How would you how would you do an outro if you had to do one? I would if you had to do one, how would you do one? Yeah. I'd say welcome to the new year, 2024, 2020 more. Yeah. Thanks for swinging by and advising with us. We got a big year of stuff in front of us that I will by next episode definitely be prepared for in some capacity. Um, and you know, tell us what you think about the birds and the bees, uh, and the bird wars and the bee wars and the bird and bee wars. Um, follow us on the socials and join us uh live each week. 5 p.m. AEST Tuesdays. Twitch.tv slash the advisory podcast. Do it or you'll regret it. That felt like a threat. Can I take that back? It's too late. My only addition to that is enjoy reality. Enjoy. Enjoy reality unless that's a cult. Good. Good night.